0: I'm a dude He's a dude We're three dudes Saying stuff Welcome It is the 2022 Season Superlatives Show Best show of the season uh, We have Mike here uh, Dom has joined uh, And someone uh, Jordan, I, I will name uh, Decided that this is an important Enough show for him to to come He may drop by later <laughs> Um, but yes, best show of the season, at least my opinion. I love this show. Um, so we're going to be passing out season superlatives, uh, talk about some honorable mentions. We'll then finish up with just some ideas that the three of us have come up that we would want to vote on, uh, for the next coming year. Um, some of these, you can tell who is putting it up there and I'll comment if I disagree with it and. You know, he's not here to defend himself. Um, So starting off, Dom, do you want to start off with the first season's appellative? Yes. Presenting the
1: award titled I for Talent. And the description of this award is the best draft value, uh, which manager found a diamond in the rough later on in the draft. And uh, I think I'm going to go ahead and mention some of the honorable mentions first. Um, firstly, I know we talked about it throughout a lot of our podcasts this year. Jalen Hurts, uh, Mike scooped this guy up in the third round. Eighth. And I'm sorry, eighth. Mike scooped him up in the eighth round. And uh, he's been a top five QB all season. And he's just got that nice high floor and, and just as high ceiling. He's QB2 uh, two right
0: now, just FYI. QB2.
1: Yeah, great value there. Um, I'm, I'm gonna move backwards in the round now. From there, let's go to the ninth round. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, ninth round running back, currently the RB thirteen. And then Tyler Lockett, ninth round wide receiver, uh, wide receiver eight so far in the season. And uh, Christian Kirk, another one of Mike's pick up, uh, was a tenth rounder. Sorry, I jumped that. I jumped out of the ninth there, but. Wanted to mention Christian Kirk. He's wide receiver 11. No one really saw that one coming. Uh, uncertain about that Jaguars offense. And then Damian Pierce was a ninth, ninth rounder. And he's RB14, um, even up till late. But the winner of this award goes to Mr. Tony Pollard, who was selected. Mike, remind me by who? Is that Jordan?
0: Uh, that was Jordan, yes.
1: Jordan selected him in the 11th round, and he's been the RB7 on the season. Uh, so congratulations, uh, Jordan, for the first award, even though you're not here to accept it. So we'll accept it on your behalf. Michael, what about
0: the next one? Yes, our next one is kind of on the other side of the spectrum. It's the huge <laughs> miss. This is the biggest draft. draft That's a huge bust. miss. Huge miss. And just some honorable mentions, uh, Kyle Pitts fourth round uh now he did get injured um currently in the tight end 25 i believe but uh he was a huge miss i mean people are expecting some big things out of him uh drafted by jordan then there was Najee harris he is the, he was drafted in the first round and he was the running back 16th you expect huge hits for um that typically i like to look at these more or less of a uh when injury doesn't get involved uh kyle pitts that's just more or less he's been he was shitty when he was healthy uh even though he's uh mm-hmm. injured now but when you get drafted in the fourth round, you expect big things uh Najee harris he's just been mad all season uh but this award goes to drafted by i believe it was chris uh cam acres in the fourth round running mm-hmm. back 51. He wasn't really injured. He kind of just left the team for a little bit. Before then, he was just god-awful, probably a sub-three, a carry. Uh, it was just very ugly, very, very ugly. So, unfortunately, Chris, this award goes to yours, your Cam Akers. Um, can we go next?
1: Yep. Uh, next up, we have the Off the Mark Award. Uh, description of this award is the most inaccurate draft grade. Um, and the draft grader was Mr. Jordan, who decided not to show up for some reason. And I think we all know who this is. A lot of hype about this team, especially starting off hot. I think he started three and one. The only one to get an A of any kind on the draft grade, A-minus, A- was given to the Nashville D-Rudders and regular season finished was number nine, and he had the lowest points four on the season. Huge miss by Jordan on this draft grade. And on the opposite end of the spectrum, honorable mention uh, is going to go to Mr. Ali. I apologize, Ali. You were given a C grade. Uh, You finished number three in the regular season mostly due to bad luck because your team had the highest points for of the whole league. Um, so this there's some tough luck. Uh, I know you're facing Chris in the first round and I'm on the opposite side of the bracket from you, which I'm really excited about. Cause I do not want to face you or Chris. Uh, Mike will probably be facing that winner. Uh, but yes, missed on those draft grades this season and the D Rudders uh, with the A minus draft grade. Congratulations on your award.
0: Yeah. I would also want to note, since you've brought it up already, that's something I want to vote on next year. Like, doesn't make sense. Uh, first seed should get the lowest seed who advances. So is that
1: how it works? I'm not sure exactly. I think I, it, I,
0: I, I look. I looked back the last few years. It looks like when the sixth seed did win, which was like Jason, like four years ago, three or four years ago, he faced. The second seed not the first seed
1: Oh, uh, right so yeah we gotta see like checking that setting
0: yeah that's that's not how it works that sh- should not be how it works <laughs> i mean if the sixth seed passes they should face the first seed otherwise you know yeah right it's it's whatever all right no matter what it's a it's a, it's a gauntlet <laughs> with the first five seeds yes. i mean it doesn't matter everyone's gonna yeah. get a little rate teaser
1: rate. for the end of this show we'll be talking about um ideas to vote on for next season
0: Yep. so next uh, again different side of the spectrum the spot on grade so the most accurate grade uh this was given i don't know who gave the grade it might have been me who gave it to jordan (laughs) yes because he's he talks shit by saying anytime yeah anytime i gave him a bad grade he did well uh well not this time (laughs) you got a c minus and i believe this was spot on you were ended up being pretty average, uh, and you were ended up being on the outside looking in of the playoffs. Uh, C minus, spot on by Mike. There is no honorable mention um, on this one. <laughs> it was just so perfect uh, that you became not even average, but just below average. Just C minus. Like you're not even <laughs> enough to be below average. You're just in that meh. You, you are the definition of math this year. Um, <laughs> so, how about you go on the next one, man?
1: All right. Next one is our Diamond in the Rough award. Different from the draft value, this one's going to be for the best free agent pickup. And it's a little bit of an asterisk here on this one, but because Ali did draft this player and then dropped him, but added him back, he falls into this category. And that's Mr. Jamal Williams, uh, currently RB11 on the season, been very reliable and been helping Ali maintain the highest points for on the season. Mike, do you know of hand how many weeks Ali won as high scorer? I uh, know he didn't have a lot. Three times. Well, three, yeah. I'm sure he could have had I more Heading out, not face, the like longest. the highest.
0: Yeah, exactly.
1: Right. Uh, honorable mentions in this category uh, Kenneth Walker the third uh, before before injured. he got injured obviously yeah. recently he's fallen off uh, he's still RB 17 after that uh, been very reliable for a free agent for <laughs> pretty good I'd for say free. so yep and of course can't go without mentioning uh, Justin Fields uh, picked him up
0: I'll mention him later late
1: in the season uh, but he will come up again and last but not least, the greatest kicker of them all, Daniel Carlson. I don't know how this guy goes undrafted, but he ended up on Mike's team. And you see what happens. Mike's now sitting with the bye for week 15. Daniel Carlson, kicker one.
0: Mike? Yep. I don't know if he's kicker one anymore, but he's kicking one in my heart. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, Next is the highest stakes award. This is the most consequential trade, uh, for honorable mention. We're going to mention a trade between, uh, myself, uh, Mike again with, uh, KB. I traded Romeo Dobbs who, because of injury now wide receiver 74, probably still wouldn't have been good because Christian Watson came back. And then Tyler Higby fell off the cliff as soon as he got traded. Um, As to, and now currently tied in 18. And he got traded for, they both got traded for Terry McLaurin, who ever since Carson Wentz uh, found the pine or got injured, and Ta- Taylor Heineke came in, he has been a almost wide receiver one. He's currently the wide receiver 15. Pretty damn good for two players who would not be on my roster anymore. Uh, so pretty yeah. happy about that one. Uh, then I got to mention yourself, you did trade – um, a free agent uh, quarterback, uh, Dak <laughs> Prescott, for Chris Godwin, who I believe is a wide receiver too right now. I mm-hmm. don't know what exactly he fell for, but again, it's a free agent quarterback. Um, anytime you can just pick up a free agent and uh, trade him for a starter is very nice. <clears throat> uh, but the award goes to uh, Justin Fields was p- picked up by you, and you traded him first you played him first to beat jordan then
1: mm-hmm. you traded
0: him to jordan for <laughs> a wide receiver one deandre hopkins uh, ever since he's been uh back from suspension he has been on fire uh, maybe his biggest down week was this past week but before that he was so reliable still is everyone has down weeks um, and so and ju- and i will say it's so consequential because he one he had his big week with you he traded him. I don't think he ended up playing. He may have played him for one big. Week. No, I looked it up. He ended up being like, he, he got 24 points. Then mm-hmm. he got injured. Um, mm-hmm. And then he got a buy. And so you got him like when he had like one of the 40, 40 point burgers or something yep. like that, then traded him. It's so, I mean, mm-hmm. and he traded for D hop, such a bad deal. I get, I get that draft <laughs> grade, like a, Fucking f now to Jordan now because Fields uh, <laughs> has not done. He wasn't worth D Hop. I think we can all agree to that. Um, if he just stayed healthy, he'd have been good enough probably for him oh, to make it without a play. doubt. Without a doubt, um, it was a. I just don't. I, I think D Hop still was not worth Justin Fields, even if he kept that that going. I think. Yeah. Yeah
1: was ultimate sell high he just put up oh without a back to back forty points and Jordan was trying to get that edge at the position to have one of those guys
0: uh, he and, bought uh, yeah it's only what his third quarterback uh, trade this season He <laughs> loves his quarterbacks man. Uh, you hate
1: to see it yeah another thing you hate to see is a Salto the clown award coming in the mail and this is for all the vetoers out there for the worst trade veto in the history of the league. So Dom was feeling generous, getting a little itchy, trying to make a move. Wasn't sure if Jonathan Taylor was going to really show out to be the running back that we knew he used to be. And so he's like, I'm gonna trade Jonathan Taylor in his handcuff, Deion Jackson to J.O. I wanted to get another good receiver And a more reliable tight end on my team, so I tried to get Amari Cooper and Zach Ertz from him. Who at the time I think Cooper was,
0: I think uh, wide receiver twelve. I remember that
1: right on the the cup of wide receiver on the cusp of wide receiver one, wide receiver two,
0: and tight end four, Zach Ertz. I remember that. Yes,
1: yes, Ertz had been doing really well. However, all you vetoes out there, (laughs) you know who you are. Decided to get make this trade happen. You can't predict the future. You think you know better about what's going to happen in this league, and you can never predict it, especially in trade. You, there's never a guarantee one way or the other who gets the best value until it plays out. And had you allowed me to do this, I'd probably be have another couple of losses and looking at maybe not even making the playoffs. Uh, had I made this trade because Jonathan Taylor that week of the veto was the RB one and gave me just enough points. That was a na- narrow margin victory that I had that week. 24 points from him. Cooper was playing on the road. So he did what he usually does and puts up four points and Zach Ertz gets a seizing ending injury. So to all you <laughs> vetoes out there, thank you very much. And there's also the clown award is in the mail.
0: So uh, Jordan is still salty. He wanted us to mention this. Um, he again. <laughs> oh, he just I, needs I to get it. I over it. Let it go,
1: Mike.
0: He well, he let the salt just keep coming from him. But he mentioned he wants us to mention that he offered Dak a four for one trade, <laughs> but was told all the players would ride the pine. But. The running back that he was offered, he offered Tony Pollard, was more than fair for shitty Saquon. I'm reading this verbatim, and you all laughed at me, but who is laughing now? Actually, we all are because you're not in the playoffs and we are. So, uh, me and Dom are laughing pretty hard just because you know you're still sitting on the couch, bro. Um, but talking yeah. about riding the pine, yeah. Uh, uh, sit down and shut up, please. <laughs> all right, next one we're going to go with the classic clash award. This is the best game. Um, mm-hmm. you know, not as good as last year where, uh, there was a couple of wins by decimal points, you know, mm-hmm. less than 0.5. But, um, first I want to mention Kurt versus defeating Jason in week one. Um, I believe that was the, the smallest differential all mm-hmm. the, the entire time. Um, and that was a 1.82 differential. But it has to go with, you will not get this award. It's not a rematch because you can't get a rematch. Because Jordan, <laughs> just just shut up, Jordan. Um, he finally did get this. He got it. Versus Ollie 139 to 136 in week 11. Ollie came back ferociously with uh, Kelsey, but... Jordan was able to bring it home and finally get that monkey off his back. So he's very happy now. Um, He's still not in the playoffs, but all he is. Um, So (laughs) so he kind of still didn't get it. But let's let's move forward. Yep. So next up
1: is the Butterfingers Award. It's for the worst free agency drop. Someone that was on someone's roster and they decided to let them go. And they ended up being – quite the value for a new team and unfortunately this award goes to me uh, after week 1 of the season they had the was it Elijah Mitchell injury yeah. week 1 for the 49ers mm-hmm. and Jeff Wilson Jr became the man and because of our existing waiver priority system uh I was number 2 eli was number 1 uh based on reverse draft order but Eli decided not to take him, so I picked him up and used him for several weeks uh, while he was the guy in San Francisco, um, and he did really well for me. And then San Francisco decided to bring in Christian McCaffrey, and Jeff Wilson, to my knowledge, I just I thought he was going to be useless. So I said sayonara, and I picked up somebody else. I don't remember exactly who, but uh, – Could have used this one. I still end up having some good running backs regardless, but uh, it hurts to see it when you drop that guy and he ends up on someone else's roster and is helping another team score points and get victories, and it's not you. Uh, An honorable mention here will be, it was mentioned previously in this podcast, and I'm pretty sure every podcast uh, for the past few months, Daniel Carlson dropped by Jason you hate to see it. When you have an elite kicker like that, come on, bro. You can't just let those guys slide.
0: He was down. kicker one, too. He was kicker one, and I can't believe he dropped him. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. but
1: Unexplainable.
0: Yeah. I will say, though, I mean, for the most part, no one had some really stupid drop. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Wilson Jr. being dropped right. is not wasn't the worst thing. So uh, there was a lot, a lot of good management. And some kickers players, are dumb anyway. Yeah, well, some people didn't even, didn't manage their team, so like most of the people who did didn't drop anyone that needed that shouldn't right. have. Left. So agreed. Good, good job, very well
1: managed overall. Yes, um, for those who manage their team. The
0: yes. Next is the no luck award, and this is just the person who had the worst luck. It's going to go to Ollie. The dude should have gotten a buy. He was the power ranking one basically all season, but he basically played everyone where they went when they went off. He had the highest points against and the highest points for. So Ali got screwed. Um he's now playing in the first week of the playoffs. Probably shouldn't be. Um (laughs) Chris isn't probably too happy about it. Um and he I mean he finished what with an eight and five or eight and six record. Not not that was not Ollie's team without a doubt. No. So and he could have gotten the buy. Uh, he should have gotten the buy. It looked like yeah. he was because I need to mention it. But last night, his quarterback <clears throat> Kyler Murray gets injured on the, like the third play. Ah, uh, yeah. And, and Stevenson. And Stevenson also got injured. And because of this, la- this loss to I believe <laughs> then eighth bad luck eighth ranked Kurt, he then falls or he remains at. Uh, the fourth spot, and Dom at least now gets to face the sixth seed in week one, or round one. All right,
1: next is going to be the 2022 Fantasy Rookie of the Year. Um, A couple honorable mentions. um, People who start off very hot and still doing well. uh, Well, maybe not one of them. Uh, Damian Pierce, running back for the Houston Texans. uh, He started off really well and has been pretty solid all year. He's just on the worst team in the league. So he had a couple of down weeks recently. Uh, Garrett Wilson, uh, once he got rid of uh, Zach Wilson as his quarterback and got a huge upgrade to Mike White, this guy's been awesome. I don't have the exact stat, but I'm sure he's a wide receiver one over the last few weeks. He's been that good. And then Chris Olave was pretty consistent on an inconsistent offense, and the Saints, two different quarterbacks, never knew what you're going to get each week. Uh, But the winner of this Rookie of the Year award goes to Kenneth Walker. He's taken over that role in Seattle, a heavy-run team, and he's looked really good doing it. Um, Unfortunately for me, he's dealing with an injury, so probably won't have him this first week of the playoffs. Uh, But he seems to be the guy, and He'll definitely be, uh, if not first round, top two round pick uh, next fantasy season. So Kenneth Walker III, our rookie of the year.
0: All right. And the 2022 fantasy MVP of the, the year, we had a couple of honorable mentions. The nominees are, um, uh, you have Josh Jacobs, who, I, is he the running back one right mm-hmm. now? Yep. Um When his weeks go off, they are massive. But he has been a breath of fresh air. Uh, Anytime you have the running back one, it's a good feeling. So you have to name him. You have Jalen Hurts, uh, considering where he was drafted, and he's having an MVP year. uh, Mm -hmm. Really safe floor. He's uh, the quarterback too, but that's mainly where he was drafted, why it's named. But it's none other than Travis Kelsey, the tight end one, and the biggest... Cheat thing, code. Yes, he is the cheat code. He, is, he has a 90 points differential from the next highest tight end, which is Mark Andrews. Uh, if Kelsey was um, a wide receiver, he would be wide receiver five, and he's <laughs> overall flex number nine. That is pretty fucking good. Um, yeah. And basically the biggest advantage in all of fantasy football, um, reason why... Ali has the most points for. Uh, so Travis Kelsey is the 2022 fantasy MVP and he's what, 31 years old? God. yeah, He is Zeus. Yeah.
1: I'll say it again. I said it earlier at the beginning of the season. like He might not be the number one tight end this year and that is the stupidest thing I've said in my life. The guy's ridiculous and of course he's going to get probably more targets than usual because they lost Tyreek Hill and mm-hmm. now they just spread the ball out everywhere except Kelsey he gets a couple extra touches every week, too, and it seems like two touchdowns a week. It's unbelievable.
0: Yeah, well, no one knows how at to tackle him or cover him in the, in the red zone for some reason.
1: Yeah, I don't get it. Yeah, Next award will be the most improved team. So comparing how the team fared last season to this season, the biggest improvement in both management and drafting, et cetera, is going to be none other than – Daddy Pinocchio. Now, who does the credit go to exactly? I think it has to be – this award should be shared in the Overman household between Justin and his wife, Desiree. We have evidence that Desiree (laughs) has assisted with this team throughout the year, so I believe she deserves some recognition here. Um, J.O. gets a bye at the number two seed. And just to note, those who you don't know – He's also the number two seed with a bye in the other league that I am in with him. And unfortunately, I lost my water bet to him. So it was a double water bet. So I have a video coming soon, by the end of this week, I'll say, that uh, I'll be getting wet not once but twice because there was a bet between J.O. and I that – or who would do better this season, overall fantasy record. I did pretty darn good. Went 9-5 in both leagues. But Jay went nine and five and ten and four, so he got me by a single game and a few points. So, congratulations to the Overmans, Daddy Pinocchio's team. You are the most improved season over season.
0: Mm-hmm. You didn't want to mention my honorable mention.
1: Where's honorable mention? Oh, right oh. You know. <laughs> all right, fine. I'll mention it. <laughs> Mike the apparently, apparently needs a little pity here. He was nice last year, and now he's first in the regular season, so he wants some recognition for improvement on his team. But in general, I know this award says from last season to this <laughs> season, in general, Mike, you're in the running, you're in the playoffs. It's a bigger surprise. Maybe not surprise, but a big – it is a surprise. Improvement for the management that is J.O. – to have his team where it is now in multiple leagues, doing very well. But, Mike, yes, kudos to you as well.
0: Dude, you've been talked about a lot, all right? I just need some love. I have a very sensitive (laughs) ego. We all know this. Come on, man. All right, so we also have the biggest disappointment. Uh, Honorable mention, of course, uh, what's his name last? Jordan has to put it. He wants to name Evan who went from a championship last year to right down to the other. He just, he just flipped the script, and he, now he's right at the bottom uh, of the regular season. Um, I will say that just like me, who's typically in the running, Evan's typically not. So last year was probably more of an uh, outlier, but yes, uh, that was the biggest disappointment, or one of the biggest. But the award has to go to Kurt. He was the Mm -hmm. first overall pick, started off on fire. I believe he was the highest point scorer the first week. Uh, Mm -hmm. Lamar Jackson looked great. He had uh, Jonathan Taylor. He had Javante Williams. Williams. Yeah, and uh, he (laughs) basically just – his team just went down the crapper. He made some big trades. Um, Turns out you traded the ultimate, like, wild card in T. Higgins. Um, where you don't know if he's going to play or not, <laughs> which is unfortunate for a lot of T uh, TeeHee's owners. But, Kurt, unfortunately, you win the biggest disappointment award of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah injuries ended up on the wrong side of a couple of trades. Um, just unfortunate. But his team had a lot of potential, but uh, didn't work out. Next up, we have the Dennis Allen reward. Uh, for the worst manager... And Jordan will be uh, happy that the manager who's receiving this award is Evan. Um, And he made note here, be sure to mention two kickers, OBJ and Winston carried on his roster for most of the season. Um, Evan was busy this year, uh, sending rockets to the moon and whatnot. uh, And apparently his fantasy team got pushed all the way to the back of the line uh, with priorities.
0: Uh,
1: So our former champ, Gets the Dennis Allen Award for as worst manager for the
0: twenty twenty two season, and you know we just have to mention that first. But the worst manager did get his first victory against the person who did nominate him, um, uh, Jordan. So <laughs> yeah, and play?
1: he he beat me this week too. To, uh, help oh, keep was, that a bye. was that you? Was that you?
0: Okay, I thought that, okay. Oh, Zach beat beat Overman. Okay, that's for next week. That's for tomorrow's show. We'll talk about uh, recaps. Unfortunately for y'all. But next we have the best manager, and we this is titled "The Puppet Master." Um, of course, Jordan needs Jordan needs to put it a couple ways. Yep. Yeah. So jo- Jordan would like to like to mention and nominate uh, Desiree. Uh, he feels <laughs> he she was the Geppetto of of Daddy Pinocchio, um, mm-hmm. which could be the case. Uh, but the winner goes to none other than the Diddler. Dom himself, uh, dude made some very diddling trades. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you got AJ Brown, you got JT, all for you know. Damian Pierce did you know admirable, but you you ended up trading with three guys who had he was doing well or had big names who ended up not doing so good this year. I mean, T, T- Higgins had big games, but again, you didn't know when he was playing. Uh, Damian Pierce. You know, once the once everyone figured out, hey, Houston's really really bad, they stopped running him, um, mm-hmm. or he wasn't effective. And Alvin Kamara is a shell of, him, of himself, uh, but you got AJ Brown back, which was awesome. JT's had some good weeks. Um, I mentioned Godwin for Dak, a free agent. Uh, Justin, you got he used Justin Fields and traded traded him for D uh, Hop. I think uh, you just took advantage of a lot of things, uh, which good managers do, and so you win the puppet master award. So, hope that makes you feel good, because you were ne- near the bottom of the bottom of the rankings in the beginning, I believe. But
1: yeah, I started off one and three,
0: yeah, and then I went win. on an
1: eight game win streak.
0: Yep, and that that, that will connection win. with some of those move, moves I made that will win you the puppet master award. But that yeah. will conclude our season superlatives. Uh, Not everyone was mentioned. Um, I think I'm sorry, you know, do some better things next year to uh, get mentioned or, you know, become a host and put your name in there like like me. (laughs) That way you can get some some kudos. Um, But yes, let's talk real quick about some ideas we're going to want to vote on for next year. I know it's not the end of the season yet, but you know what? Let's just bring it up. Uh, We don't want to shorten the show too much. So, first off, you better do it. We've talked about it all year. Vote Fab 2023. It is the way to go. I'm not going to harp on this anymore. Just fucking do it. All right?
1: Yeah. If you don't know what it is, reach out. We'll explain it more. We're not going into any more details now on it.
0: Yep. Next, um, we have an expansion uh, to 12 members. We... We just think this needs to happen. I don't even know if we'll vote on it. Um, we really, really do need to expand, uh, bring some parity to this league. Um, Ten is fine, but you know, let's let's put some good management skills. But you know, with that, we would eliminate one of the flex spots uh, to be a more of a standard um, roster. Mm-hmm. We, we know we have some people in mind who would get first dibs um, if we were to expand. But we'll we'll touch on that later if ultimately we do expand. But please let's let's really think about expanding twelve members. Yeah, uh, comment
1: on that. Um, right mm-hmm. now we got ten people in the league and six get to make it to the playoffs. That doesn't that doesn't sit right. And more than yeah. half the league gets to play in the playoffs. Now yeah. you got to be able to manage your team better and be able to do it with two more in the league. Uh, that way, only the top half make it in and have a chance for the the goods as of this point. uh, Yeah, Jason has his chance, but like I said, he did make the playoffs. So if he makes it through and he could against me because I'm battling some injuries to start it off, if he makes it through this playoff, uh, it could be the greatest victory of all time uh, because there is so much power on a few teams at the top. uh, But I think adding two more to this league could help spread that out a little bit um, and have maybe less juggernauts and more evenly, uh, leveled rosters where you have to make good uh, management moves and start sit decisions each week. Um, but yeah, the expansion to twelve, I believe, would be a great uh, addition for our
0: league. Also, let, let's think about this. We have a we have a show that people really enjoy. It seems let's share the wealth. Maybe some other people want to want to get on the fun. It's not fair anymore, right? You know, let's spread the wealth. Um, I agree. So next uh, would be adjust kicker scoring. Um, so right now we have anything, I think, 50 yards or more is minus two. Um, anything under
1: 40 is minus two. Okay. Wait, no, no. Any, any missed field goal we have a, as minus oh, two. Oh,
0: as minus two. Okay. So, right. uh, so Dom thinks it's a little too extreme. Um, so probably we'd want to adjust those scorings. I don't think that needs a vote. I think we'll just do that. Um, to minus one for any misses. Maybe it's a minus two if you mix mix an extra point. It's so goddamn easy. You should be penalized if you fucking miss that thing, Sure. I think it's
1: minus one right now for an extra point. It is, it is. But I'm but saying
0: yeah. maybe, maybe minus two, just because you you really suck if you mix miss an extra point. But yeah, minus no.
1: one or two under forty, but beyond that, I mean, that's not a gimme.
0: Oh no, 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 no. If the, if it's a fifty yarder, it has to be. You know, if, if you make it, that's five points. That's a heavy reward. You need to at least get some punishment if you miss mm. it. So I think minus one is fine. I think it's. I think that's fair.
1: Because it's such,
0: it's such a massive thing if they get it. It's nearly a touchdown. Mm. Come on.
1: I don't know about that. We might have we, to
0: vote. We we got some. We'll put it <clears throat> We'll put some votes. But man, we got some horse legs out there. Fifty yards are easy now.
1: Not everybody's Daniel Carlson.
0: I know, and that's why it's not fair. (laughs) All right. Uh, Now, do you want to mention this one? I believe this one touches close to you.
1: Yeah, this one uh, is close to home, but I don't know if I really want to change this because it was to my benefit this year that it happened. But I think vetoing a trade just based on the league mates, if we get – especially when it's a small league like this, if you get five people in your camp or you just – Have your buddies be like, hey, vote for this for me. So um, this trade doesn't go through. I just think it's silly. Unless there's obvious collusion happening, I think the commission can override that and do a veto. But I think having league mates vote on a trade is silly. If the two managers involved in the trade come to an agreement, then the trade should go through.
0: Okay. Well, uh, we'll, We'll vote on that. All the vetoers get together in that that little little thing. We'll see. Yeah, they're gonna all get
1: right. together these little vetoers and veto this this uh, <laughs> this vetoing uh, proposal. Here.
0: Yeah. All right, veto the veto. Um, <laughs> all right. Next, we have um, this is Jordan. Head to head counts if you sweep an opponent. If one and one go, if they're both one and one, it goes to points. This is the case for tie breakers for the playoffs. Um uh, can you whine anymore? Dude, mm-hmm. points are points, man. Like right. points show that you did well all season Tell like if I say I was Ollie, who had the most points for, and maybe mm-hmm. I lost twice to the, the seventh seed or the seventh ranked person, and they jumped me just because they beat me twice, but I had like a shitload more points than them, I'd be pissed. I don't yeah. think that's fair. So, yeah, know. week
1: to week, there's so much variability. And I think to get the best teams and is most fair. It's not the BCS where we're looking at head to head. They got rid of that system, too, if you recall.
0: For a reason. <laughs> yeah. So, quit bitching. Just do better. Win more games, Jordan. Like, Jesus. Yeah. Uh. We should have put another word for biggest whiner. How many times did he whine about that? i oh, only, yeah. The only people who whine more is me whining about Jordan. So that's true. My, yeah. yeah, a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> so, and then, uh, lastly, uh, doll, uh, you know, daddy Warbucks over over here. I don't know who it was, if it was you or Jordan. Want to increase I think Jordan the, put it, but I agree. Increase the entry fee, um, you know forget how we have have kids to feed but increase the entry fee <laughs> um maybe load up increase the weekly payouts possibly increase the overall overall payout but yes uh, what would you like to see it to be just out of curiosity
1: um what are we at now are we at fifty dollars or a
0: hundred well right technically now? it's 51 because
1: 51 right
0: now yeah because you got i mean pay for the
1: numbers. season long the amount of time that me and you and everybody, this whole week, all managers put in to managing this. I just think to make it a little more worthwhile, um, fight for a little bigger pot, um, bumping it to a hundred or a hundred and one or two, whatever, however that comes out for um, pay. Doing weekly payouts, uh,
0: hundred. I think okay. it,
1: I think I'd make it a little bit better. That's what I do in my other league. I think at least a hundred because it's season long. I mean, people are betting this, betting $50 on a single week or a single bet for um, online gambling, and we're only putting that up for one season long. I feel like we need to put a little more at stake,
0: make it juicy. Yeah, maybe it'll increase the participation if people don't manage. But um, So think about it, everybody. So uh, start saving your pennies uh, <laughs> in po- for possibly increasing to 100 Um But, you know, we might increase to 100 and have the 75 go in the pot, and then 25 of everybody goes to uh, the subscription to the podcast. We're Mm, move to a subscription basis model. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) You know, but no, so those are some of the things we thought about. If you have any ideas, go ahead and send us a message. Let us know. Uh, we'll, we'll vote, you know, near the start of the season as, as we do typically, but we still are not done quite yet for this season. So be, um, be on the lookout. We'll probably be recording tomorrow for our first round of the playoffs, um, review, uh, or preview. So we have, we will have our weekly daily debate. We will have unlock it, unlock it in, um, you know we'll have the normal stuff, so don't. We're not gonna. We're not gonna leave you hanging. Um, and back so. to your
1: point about increasing the fee and then putting a little bit towards the podcast subscription. Um, if you're unsatisfied with the audio quality of this podcast, it's because we're doing it on a free app with no professional equipment. So if you want to invest in the podcast, so that you know your league could have the best fantasy podcast out there, um, then support. Adding a little extra money into the pot next year for the podcast uh, subscription.
0: Okay, I was thinking more of just my, my pain and suffering and, and time and time. This is a lot of work, man. I know I like to listen to my own voice, but man, sometimes it's hard. This, you do this have a nice voice, though. I think of all of us, you have
1: the best radio voice. I have oh. more of a, a face for TV. And, I uh, less of a voice for. For the radio, podcast.
0: I don't, I don't know about that, man. I, I think my voice sucks, but it's all good. We are going to uh, be previewing tomorrow, um, so I hope everybody enjoyed it so far. Good season, good regular season, I would say definitely um, great regular season, in my opinion. Uh, so yeah, everybody have a good luck in the playoffs, and uh, we'll probably see you tomorrow. See you, dudes. Later.
1: Yay.